0: Amen. Wonderful, special number, isn't it? Amen. And thank the Lord for that wonderful talent and also the message of the song is so powerful that the Lord Jesus Christ um, died in our stead. We are the one to be hang on the cross, right? But because of his great love, I cannot um, explain the love of God to us, but praise the Lord, He gave His only begotten Son for us to have that salvation. And that's why we are right now here in this church, amen, serving the Lord, praising His name until the Lord will come again. Amen? So glad to see everyone inside our church and also for our viewers, those tuners in their respective homes. Thank you for your presence and thank you for uh, your time of worshiping. And we know that this day is the day of the Lord. Amen? Amen. This is the, you know, uh, the Lord's day, okay, where we can give our praises, where we can give our our worship to God in spirit and in truth. So, I hope that you are ready. This is the last service of the day, (laughs) I believe, and thank the Lord for the things that had transpired this morning until this afternoon. Thank the Lord for the wonderful message uh, from um, the scripture um, that our pastor shared to us this morning, amen, about the donkey, the ministry of the donkey, and that God had used, uh, that um, those things that are simple, ordinary things, yeah, it can be a great impact or it can be a wonderful testimony to us. And also this uh, afternoon, our Sunday school, I hope and pray that you enjoy the lessons. Amen. Yeah. And thank the Lord for our uh, Sunday school teachers. Okay? We are not paying them, right? But they are available to teach and to share the message of God's word. And we know that our, their labor is not in vain in god and thank, thank the lord for wonderful testimony also of our brethren so this afternoon without further ado we are going to have the message okay and i think um, three consecutive um, meetings when i hear here preaching uh, i have a title on the screen okay but most of the time <laughs> while i'm titled, Hindi ko pa send kasi kaagad yung outline. But praise be to God for this opportunity that we can be used for God's glory. And if you have your Bibles with you, uh, please open it. And please stand as we read the, the Word of God. We know when we're standing, we give reverence to God's Word. And please open your Bibles in the book of Mark chapter 14. Mark chapter 14. And we'll be reading from verse 32 down to verse 42. Mark chapter 14, verse 32 or verses 32 to 42. And uh, I would like to request if you can read it responsibly. I will read verse 1, verse 32, and then the audience will read verse 33 until we reach the last verse, verse 42. So, are you there? Verse 32, And they came to a place which was named Gethsemane, and he saith to his disciples, Sit ye here, while I shall pray. And saith unto them, My soul is exceeding sorrowful unto death, tarry here and watch. Verse thirty-six, and he said, "Abba, Father, all things are possible unto thee. Take away this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my what, not what I will, but what thou wilt." Verse thirty-eight. Watch ye and pray, lest ye enter into temptation. The spirit is truly ready, but the flesh is weak. And again, when he returned, he found them asleep again, for their eyes were heavy, with their wish they what to answer him. All together now in verse 42, rise up, let us go, lo, he that betrayeth me is at hand. So the title of our message this afternoon is The Place of Gethsemane. So let's bow our heads and close our eyes and pray. Our Heavenly Father, we are so thankful, we are so grateful for giving us this wonderful opportunity to study thy word once again. Thank you, Lord, for the things that you gave to us this morning, and until this day, O Lord. And thank you, Lord, for the fellowship of God's people, O Lord, and also the fellowshipping of this um, study of thy word. I pray, O Lord, for your power. I pray, O Lord, for your um, presence, O Lord, to be in the midst of us. May we may the Holy Spirit will... Um, will speak to our hearts, O oh Lord God, and I pray, O oh Lord, that this message will give us something, something spiritual. Um, um, thanks, O oh Lord, that we can ponder, we can hold on, O oh Lord God, in our life, and praise be to God that uh, your life is our wonderful example, our great example. Thank you, Lord, for the Lord Jesus Christ, and thank you, Lord, for his love, and his sacrifice on the cross for us. Thank you for all the things, O oh Lord God. Be with us, O oh Lord God. Use my lips, O oh Lord. Anoint my lips. Help me, O oh Lord, to share your word. And I pray, oh Lord, that your name will be glorified, O oh Lord, in the midst of us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen, amen and amen. You may now be seated. So every time that we are in the, inside the church or wherever you are, Okay, if you're watching at your home, we need to be excited. Amen? Yeah. And this is the Lord's Day. This is one of the highlights of the week. Amen? Isn't it? Uh, to have the Sunday services. Amen? And also we have Wednesday and so forth and so on, Friday, Saturday. So the title of our message, once again, is The Place of Gethsemane. And we are going to... Focus on the personal issues of crisis involvement as reflected by Jesus in Gethsemane. Um, Earlier, um, I talked to Pastor Sam if uh, some of our folks went to this garden of Gethsemane. And I believe you, uh, Pastor Sam told me that he took a lot of pictures of it, okay? And a lot of um, trees are there in the garden, okay? My Acacia, my mga tropical trees, amen. Or forests, or most especially yung olive tree is there olives, and a lot of things we can see in that garden. And we know this garden is a. Uh, take a look now in the, in our screen. It's so beautiful, isn't it? I, I don't know how old those trees are, okay? Pero mukamatanda sila, no? Centuries or maybe uh, decades of uh, old, okay? So. We know the story behind these verses isn't it this is a familiar uh, a passage of the scripture but in a way um this morning we had a great um message and the preparation for the passion week okay we started this event okay during the week of the passion week um the triumphal entry into Jerusalem okay and we had this um Um, today and we know uh, the preceding days these are the events jesus cleanses the temple okay and jesus authority challenged in the temple jesus teaches in stories and confronts the jewish leaders these are the events um, what happened during the week and greek or greeks asked to see jesus the olivet discourse okay and jesus agrees to betray judas agrees to betray Jesus. And the following um, days, um, there are things that happened. Uh, in Jesus remained in Bethany with his, with the disciples. And the last supper happened this uh, Passion Week. And also Jesus speak to the disciples in the upper room. And now we are in Jesus' struggles in Gethsemane. And after that, uh, we have this, Jesus is betrayed and arrested, okay, in the preceding verses. And Jesus is tried by Jewish and Roman authorities and denied by Peter. And Jesus is crucified. And on Sunday, or the day that God is resurrected after three days, Jesus Christ resurrected from the grave, amen? Amen. And praise be to God for that, that our Lord didn't stay on the grave, but he was risen. Amen. Amen. He was risen. So what a wonderful thing to know that our Lord and Savior, the leader of this church, amen, the head of this church is alive. Amen. The founder of this church. Okay, so we will dwell now on the place of Gethsemane. And if you are trying to to sum up in this story of what had happened, if you will see that he was accompanied by his disciples, all right? He was accompanied by his disciples during this time, and the Lord Jesus Christ was in deep sorrow and agony. He was thinking maybe the crucifixion or the things that he might experience during the trial or everything but all of those things led him to pray about to pray to God his father okay so as we can see here um, he was he prayed alone isn't it he was with his disciples but he prayed alone okay because Peter, James and John they were so maybe they were so tired of the things that they did during the day and they fell asleep while Jesus is trying to to encourage them to be with him in prayer okay they fell asleep and how many times did the Lord ask them to pray with him Okay, verse 41, we have this time, uh, this uh, this account, and he cometh the third time. So it means to say three times. Okay, three times. But the first time was um, in verse 33, I think. Okay, and he taketh him, with him Peter and James and John and began to be so amazed and to be very heavy. And said unto them, my soul is sitting sorrowful. Tarry here and watch. Okay, he asked them to watch and be with him. But these disciples fell asleep and he experienced loneliness during his prayer time, okay? Loneliness. And you know what? This time of pandemic, a lot of people were uh, uh, experienced loneliness, isn't it? Because of social distancing, okay? and quarantine isolation lockdown what else so a lot of things that are happening let's pray be uh, let's pray for our beloved country in the philippines let's do pray for them they they have our another lockdown there and the uh, cases is surging again okay covid cases so let's do pray for them and i believe a lot of our filipino folks there are lonely at this time Okay? sila umawit ng I'm Mr. Lonely, no? Okay? You know that song? <laughs> Pastor Max? Mr. Lonely, I have no money, I have nobody. Okay? So, no money, nobody. Okay? That's sad. Okay, loneliness. What is the meaning of loneliness? Sadness because of because one has no friends or company. Oh boy, praise the Lord! We have friends here. We have company, Amen. and praise be to God. I'm not alone here preaching. And could you imagine if you're preaching alone and then you just use the camera? Okay, I tried that before um, preaching, recording myself in the camera, and you know what? I took a lot of um, retake. Mas madali pa yung you, you live, you know? But when you, you take a video of yourself, it's hard, okay? But praise be to God, uh, a lot of our folks, most especially our, our pastors in the Philippines, they try to be a blessing to us. They send a video message. I don't know how many times they took that, but praise be to God for their time and effort. Amen. Amen. So what are the side effects of being lonely? So loneliness has a wide range of negative effects on both body, uh, physical, and mental health. Okay. All right. So there's uh, depression. All right. And to make it general, um, we can see here alcoholism and drug use because of loneliness, and altered brain function. Function. Alzheimer's disease progression, there are some things that will happen if you are lonely. Antisocial behavior, you try to isolate yourself from the crowd. All right. And cardiovascular disease and stroke might lead to that kind of disease. And decreased memory and learning, depression and suicide. Pastor Max said and increase stress levels okay so don't be lonely right? <laughs> don't be lonely these are the negative effects of it okay So, but you, if you don't have choice then uh, just call your friend okay get a mirror and see yourself you, you will never be lonely and you will be angry same time but i have um, a wonderful quote Um, the strongest people are not those who show strength in front of us those who win battles we know nothing about isn't it isn't it true okay and thanks be to god uh, we know that we are here we are Experiencing a lot of things. If you try to summarize your life right now, okay. Um, I have a here nasip Um uh, the things that had happened to us or will will happen to us in our life. Okay. The first thing, these are these. No. Um, the first thing when we were delivered. Okay. Uh, we were born, diba? So that, that is the starting of our, or that is the start of our life. And while we are growing, we develop, okay? We develop. Uh, I love to see Hannah, okay? Uh, when we see her and when we are trying to, to go somewhere and then she will be left behind. She has what we call um, separation anxiety, Am I all of that? Am I right with that separation? society. she wants to 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 be with you always, okay. And they uh, develop, na no. And she's so makulit ngayon, okay. So, and also development, and then we're going to decision, okay. As the child will grow, then he will uh, try to exercise his decision making, okay. And at some point, paga uh, to mandana, no and he will, or she will get a degree, right? He's studying, degree, okay, um, in his career, okay, okay. Um, also, we have this bachelor degree, isn't it? Uh, master's degree, or doctorate degree, or even, kung gusto mo daw pumunta sa tahimik, marriage degree, MD rin yon, MD. So after that, when you grow old and old, after 40, I think, life begins at 40. Isn't it? Why? Because you will experience uh, some pains, okay? aches. You started to, to feel yourself, that you're not strong anymore. <laughs> All right? There are some body aches or something like disease Okay, that will come out. Right? Lalabasna yan. And then, if the Lord will not come, then it will lead to not at age 40, maybe you will reach 80 or 100. But after those years, there's a what we call death. Diba? Um, we cannot escape that appointment, as uh, the Bible state in Hebrews. 9.27, at his appointed unto man once to die, and after this, the judgment. If the Lord will not um, come again at our generation, hopefully he will come so that we will not experience that, <laughs> that event or that um, death. But in any way, we can see that we are tend to experience this, death. But after that, we have what we call destiny, okay, destiny, right? So where is that destiny? We have two places, isn't it? Okay, in hell or in heaven, but you make sure of yourself where to go. That's why we have the Bible, we have the Lord Jesus Christ, and this week is the all about God's love, all about the cross, all about what had happened, transpired during the Passion Week. All about the sacrifices the Lord did. Just to give us the very best gift Amen. of salvation. Amen. 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 The very best gift. You're not going to work on that gift, isn't it? It's a free gift. Right. Because someone paid for it. Mm-hmm. Okay? At yung binaya niya he sacrificed his life. Okay? It's so expensive. You, 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 cannot, um, you cannot pay back. Okay? So, as we can see here, um, we face this personally. Okay? This, this. All right? We will face this alone. Wala tayong kasama, We will face this alone. Decision-making, degree, disease, okay? Uh, this uh, week, I think, thanks be to God for... Uh, Sister uh, Arlene for helping us out for my dad's um, vaccine, uh, he got his first um, dosage this week, and I was with him, okay, in the hospital, and there were uh, a lot of people um, trying to get their vaccines too, and I saw a family, okay, um, four of them, are getting vaccines on that day and try to believe in that. You cannot um, say to the doctor that, oh, my dad will get the vaccine and I will get that vaccine too, or something like you will like, not experience the, you know, the pain and then you, you will adopt it. No, you have to, to do it personally also, okay? So for you to have that vaccine. So these are the things that we deal personally and at this time, in this place of Gethsemane, uh, this is the dealing of the Lord Jesus Christ in his personal life. The loneliness of God is his strength. Okay, The loneliness of God is his strength. Was it in, was it in the agonizing loneliness of Gethsemane that Jesus received the strength of heaven to face Calvary? If we identify with him there, can we find strength? In our Gethsemane here. How did Jesus go to Gethsemane? That's why our Lord Jesus Christ is our great example. Because he experienced a lot of things. Okay, He experienced our deep depression. He experienced our sorrow. He experienced our problems in life. So that's why he can relate always to us. He felt that. He, he knows it because he was in the mu- human form. Okay? He came to this world. He was, he was born with a child, okay? and he was on the flesh, same as in our flesh right now. Okay? So he, he feels, he, he thirsted. Even though he is 100% God, he is also 100% human. Amen? Amen? 100% man. Amen? So I would like to give you some things about um, this place of Gethsemane. And the first thing is unfamiliar, okay? The things that we are experiencing, maybe loneliness or right now we are in this pandemic. This is not familiar to us, isn't it? We are experiencing this, um, this pandemic firsthand, all right, for the first time. Could you imagine um, what had happened what had transpired even a year now okay and sabi nga nila do sa philippines nagkaroon daw ng anniversary kaya lockdown sila ulit okay last year was their lockdown and then one year later okay after then they have the anniversary of covid and then lockdown ulit they they, they are in lockdown okay So, let's see this verse says in Matthew chapter um, 26, verse 36 to 39. Okay. Then Jesus cometh, uh, then cometh Jesus with them unto the place called Gethsemane and saith unto the disciples, Sit ye here while I go and pray yonder. And he took with him Peter and the two sons of Zebedee and began to be sorrowful and very heavy. Then saith... He unto them, my soul is exceeding sorrowful, even unto death. Stay here and watch with me. And he went a little further, and fell on his face and prayed, saying, "O my Father, if it if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as Thou wilt." And verse forty-two. Let's jump to verse 42. He went away again the second time and prayed, saying, Oh, my Father, if this cup may not pass away from me except I drink it, thy will be done. Okay? So, Jesus Christ was not familiar with this suffering that he's heading to. He's not familiar, unfamiliar. Okay? And let's take a look on verse 44. Another verse. Verse 44, And being in agony, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat was, it were great drops of blood falling down to the ground. Okay? So, am I correct with that verse? Or Luke chapter 22, verse 44? Okay? Luke 22, verse 44. So the word ad- agony here is distress or intense pain of mind and body, anguish, torture, okay? the agony of rejection, the agony of defeat. We can say that. Okay? So as we can see here, what had happened to the Lord Jesus Christ? Okay? The distress, the intense pain of his mind and his body during this time. Okay? During this time. And we know that place in Gethsemane. The Garden of Gethsemane is a small grove consisting of eight ancient olive trees located at the foot of the Mount of Olives, just outside of the old city of Jerusalem. Okay, it names or it name, its name derives from the Aramaic word "Gat Semani," okay, which means olive press. Okay. So as we can see um, um, where the olive oil is in that place okay uh, they're making olive oils okay and we know that olive oil is very healthy but for you to have that oil you need to you know press it you have to 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 process it okay and I talked to my wife and he she um she told me about um, the Lord Jesus Christ was pressed was 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 shaken for us to have that um, that what we call the um, salvation okay without the shedding of blood there's no remission of sin yeah. amen? amen so that's why he the, the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ when he was on the cross was shed for us to have that salvation okay for us to have that benefit isn't it so, following uh, his uh, last Passover, Jesus and his disciples went to the Mount of Olives to Gethsemane. Jesus wanted to pray and with his disciples, with him. But, um, sad to say that were, his disciples were, fell asleep. They were not a- active. They were not um, that uh, energetic anymore. They were tired and they fall asleep. We have each had our moments of darkness and despair. We have prayed and waited, but there's come, there comes a time when we are faced with a decision to follow through on what to be comfortable. Line of compromise where religion has its place does not take our life either we do business with God or we have no further business with him okay there will come a time that we will face darkness despair in our life loneliness problems disappointments and it's a matter of our decision if you will still worship God if you still be faithful to God if we will still follow God and obey his word. And at this time, our first point is unfamiliar. This is unfamiliar to God. And there are things that are unfamiliar to us. And when that time point or comes to our life, let us be ready. And try to to. To imitate the Lord Jesus Christ when he faced these unfamiliar things. Okay? He prayed and he prayed. Okay? He prayed and he prayed. While the disciples were sleeping, he was praying. He was praying. Secondly, not only unfamiliar, but unaccompanied. Mark chapter 14 verse 33, and he taketh with him Peter and James and John and began to be so sore, sore amazed and sore amazed and to be very heavy. And verse 14, and he cometh and findeth them sleeping, and saith unto them, Simon, sleepest thou? Couldest thou not thou watch one hour? The Lord Jesus Christ is asking them to watch him one hour. Okay, watch or something like be with him in prayer for one hour. In verse 40, and when he returned, he found them asleep again, for their eyes were heavy, neither wished they what to answer. We know that the Lord Jesus Christ was not as actionalist by nature, isn't it? He wants to have fellowship, okay? He wants to have somebody with him. In his gregarious personality, He wanted and needed people. But he who had such deep need for companionship had to face this dark hour alone. Isn't it? He had to face this dark hour alone. There are times in life when when we, too, must go alone and leave our friends and companions behind. Isn't it? We can take Peter, James, John. With us, okay? Then we must proceed alone with God in a general mor- moral issue, issues, and in personal ventures of life, we reach the point of saying even to loved ones, you sit here, Dima. Right? Be with me. You sit here. Pay attention. Okay? If you're experiencing some difficulties, you want to be with somebody, isn't it? Okay? To comfort you. All right? Yeah. To remind you. All right? And thank God for our partners, isn't it? Thank God for our uh, brethren and friends. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Who are uh, willing to, to lift us up, who are willing to, to pray for us in this time of difficulties. Jesus did not ask the advice of the disciples, isn't it? He just wanted to, them to sit. With him. His decision was between him and God alone. Okay? Suppose, okay, if he asked the disciples what he would ask, okay? Or what would the disciples will tell him? They would surely have advised him to flee for his life. And Calvary of its victory, isn't it? Flee for life, for your life. It means to say they they're not um, um, in that kind of um, know or they don't know the will of the Lord at that point of time. So our friends is asking us to resist God's will, maybe robbing us and the world of our finest are. Okay, so be careful for the advices but in the multitude of counselors safety. there's safety mm-hmm. but you have to get godly counselors
1: right. amen yeah.
0: not worldly counselors right. okay you need to hear from those godly counselors and you have to to follow if it is in the word of god and it is uh you you, you see it in in the way that it is the will of God, then you have to follow him. Even though it is hard to follow the will of God. As we can see here in this passage, the will of God, okay, is Jesus to go to Calvary or lead to Calvary. Okay? That's the will of God. And it's going to be hard for him to go on Calvary. Okay? Okay? Because he knows what will take place. Because he's God. Amen. Even, even um, Judas, he knows what time he will be around. Isn't it? That's why he prayed and he prayed. Actually, if Jesus had, had asked the disciples for help, they would not have even heard him. Isn't it? They were all asleep. It is likely that our relatives and neighbors will really be awake and sensitive to God's hand in our lives or theirs. Or to seek their counsel is often a waste of time. Sometimes it's like that. Alone, we must go to our Gethsemane. But not really alone. Isn't it? But not really alone. This is the good news. Jesus had his great compassion, and so may we. Jesus did not have to improvise fellowship. He came to and through the crisis in the strength of an established communion with God. With God. Although he is not accompanied by the disciples around him in prayer but the lord jesus christ what was with his father amen he talks to his father and you know what the promise of the lord jesus Christ to us that he will never leave us nor forsake us isn't it he experienced loneliness for us no to be encouraged when the time of our Gethsemane, when the time of our loneliness, when the time of our sadness and depression, there is always a reminder that God is always there for us. God is always present. Amen? Amen. Thirdly, hindi ko na po sinasabi yung mga points kung how many. Thirdly, unashamed. Unashamed. Okay? The most unpretentious human who ever walked this earth was Jesus Christ. He's not pretending, okay? He's not a great actor, but this is a real deep emotion. He was never ashamed of his tears and his deep emotion. Isn't it? In the darkness of the Gethsemane, his absolute honesty shines clearer than ever. If we could only learn to be honest and admit our needs, God could begin to move us toward victory. We need to be honest to ourselves, not pretending. Okay, and something like we have to to deal with it. Okay, uh, if we are facing problem, we need to be honest to ourselves. Let's talk to God and give our problems to God, okay? And the Lord Jesus Christ is not ashamed of what is happening, his emotion at this time. Jesus was not ashamed to admit his loneliness, okay? Could you watch with me? He asked the disciples, could you watch with me for how many hours or one hour? He told that to his disciples. We too have times of loneliness when we wonder if anyone cares. If anyone will help us, let us reach out to the one in love and help. Amen? And we know that no other than the Lord Jesus Christ. He was not ashamed to admit also his need of understanding and strength. Humanly speaking, we know he got thirsty Okay, he got he, he felt a lot of things being a human as we are, okay? And his human mind cried out for explanation and his human body yearned for new power to face this this um this Calvary in his life. In our misery we may be hurting needlessly, our pride may be keeping us from God's strength and wisdom. But let us admit our emptiness and claim His fullness. Amen? Amen. Amen? That we are limited and God is unlimited. And He cares for us. Jesus also was not ashamed to admit His withdrawal from the cup. Okay? some scholars have, have not adequately explained the precise meaning of the cup okay how big is the cup is or or what kind of cup is that but it involved the price of human redemption perhaps as some theologians contend he was more mortal mortally mortally shaken with the prospect of bearing the sins of mankind in his perfect body on the cross. This would explain the word, the hour. The hour. Let's take a look on Mark chapter 14 verse um, 35. And he went forward a little and fell on the ground and prayed, if it were possible, the hour might pass from him. As being that moment in Gethsemane, even without explicit explanation, the fact is that Jesus recognized the ultimate terror and tragedy of sin and its consequences. And cried for release. Cried for release. How many times did the Lord Jesus Christ ask that that pass will pass, that cup will pass from him? He asked the Lord maybe two times here. He knows the tragedy, the the suffering that he is going to face on the cross of Calvary. Our own release will not come more quickly and permanent when we confess our deepest fears and cry out to God for deliverance. As Psalm says here, um, He reaffirmed his desire to do what God wanted. His prayer highlights the terrible suffering he had to endure, an agony, agony worse than dying, because he had to take on the sins of the whole world. The cup was the agony of alienation from God, his father at the cross. If you try to take a look on Hebrews chapter a lot of preachers and teachers are trying to, to preach this about the cup, that this was the alienation or something like um, um, being separate from the fellowship of God the Father, His Father. So Hebrews chapter 5, verse 7 to 9, Who in the days of His flesh, when He had offered up prayers and supplications with strong crying and tears, unto him that was able to save him from death and was heard in that he feared though he were a son yet learned he obedience by the things which he suffered and being made perfect perfect he became the author of eternal salvation unto all men that obey him what a blessing to know that verse isn't it the sinless Son of God took our own sin and was separated for a while from God in order that we could be eternally saved. Isn't it? So, that cop, okay? We can just... Um, um, it's hard to explain it, okay? Um, or interpret it. But something like... Um, the fellowship with the Father. He doesn't want to, to lose sight of the Father, but he had to go to Calvary for that moment to suffer for us, to suffer because of our sin. So I aren't aren't you God that the Lord Jesus Christ decided to go to Calvary for you and me? Amen. He didn't step back, didn't ask the disciples on their advice, but he willingly gave his life for us. Amen. Amen. On the cross of Calvary. That that's why these um these um um story of Calvary story of the cross is so precious to us as christian because this is our um, foundation of our faith, okay that the lord jesus christ the gospel, the good news, okay, the death, the burial, and not only that, but the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ and his ascension going to heaven. Those things we will be reminded about had it happened 2,000 years ago. It will refresh us and give us something. It's not emo- um, in our. It's good to be an emotional thing or something like be emotional. But, you know, if you will try to, to picture the things that took place 2,000 years ago on what God showed his love to us. We will be humbled ourselves and say to God, Lord, forgive me. Forgive me. I'm not worthy, but because of my sin. But your love is so precious. Your love is so precious. It's not only um, these things, the unfamiliar unaccompanied, unashamed. But lastly, unafraid. Unafraid. Let's take a look on Mark chapter 41 to 42. And he cometh the third time. He went again to his disciples and saith unto them, Sleep on now and take your rest. It is enough. The hour is come. Behold, the Son of Man is betrayed into the hands of sinners. But in verse 42, Rise up, let us go. Lo, he that betrayed me is at hand. In spite of his openly expressed prayer for release, Jesus endures the night without fear. I could imagine those um, people who committed crime, and they were, in they are in the line to to be sentenced by death. I could imagine the feeling that they will, that they know that that hour is their death. Okay, I could imagine. But the Lord Jesus Christ knows of the time of his death. But he was not afraid. He was not afraid to pray and say, Not what I will, not what I will, but what thou wilt. There's no other way, Lord. Lord. There's no other way for me or for us to give this great salvation. But you have to go and sacrifice and obey the will of the Father. Not my will, but thine Lord. He is the greatest world example of cooperation with God, isn't it? He knew the betrayer was at hand. He did not panic or run, okay? But instead said to his disciple, the hours come. The R is come. The hour is come. And he said, Rise up, rise up, rise up, let us go. Let us go. You know what? Three times when Christian and churches must rise up to meet the problems of the day. It is not enough to pray and pray. We need to act on our prayers. Amen? That's what the Lord Jesus Christ did. He prayed for three times. He asked the disciples to pray with him but the disciples were, were sleeping. Okay. But at the end of the day we can see he rose up. He rise up. Oh, he rises. I don't know if you know this person, William Carey, one of the missionaries in India. William Carey did more than pray for the four lost heathen. He went to India. Many of us would like to pray without fear of being involved in the answer. We need to say we have discussed long enough. Rise, let us be going. Okay? And we have to you know, be reminded about our commitment, our um, service to God, our prayer to God. I don't know about your prayer. If you prayed for this year to be faithful to God, then we have to act on our prayer. Isn't it? Yeah. Amen. And if you want to, to make your something better, being a better Christian, you need to act on it. Yeah. If you pray for it, you need to act on it. Even though there's uh, obstacles, okay? there's uh, restrictions, okay? I saw a lot of people here inside the church. Praise be to God for your commitment. Amen? For your time. It's not easy to wear masks all the time, isn't it? Isn't it? I don't know if someone of you are sleeping right now, but it's not easy. If you're still breathing, it's not easy. It will limit your air. Okay. It's convenient to, to, you know, to, to watch in our houses, right? But your purpose, your desire is to be here to worship God. Okay? Your desire. And you know what? The Lord is watching on us. Watching on us. But that's the encouragement that we can see on the Lord Jesus Christ. There's an obstacle, but he stood he rose up, and let us be going. Let us be going. A scene of Gethsemane will come to every true follower of our Lord. Some of us will never pass through its sin of depression and gloom. But Gethsemane was not meant to last forever, for it led to Calvary and the cross to empty tomb. And the resurrection to a conquering church and church anticipates the return of the triumphant Lord. Isn't it that great that we have that victory in the Lord? Amen? Victory in Jesus. So all our experiences, even the spiritual ones, are momentary or momentarily We must go through them, but we must not remain in them. Rise up. Let us go. The challenge this afternoon, are you still in fear right now? Or are you still in your faith to God? You know what? This time of pandemic, we have a lot of fears, isn't it? Hope that you are not fearing to go to church. Because you you can go to to grocery stores without fear, isn't it? You can buy your food without fear. Or even you can go outside without fear. But the question is, how about the church? How about the church? Where are the others? Where are the other believers? How about in our ministries in our church? The Sunday schools. Okay. Where are the others? Where are the others? What happened to them? Hope that this pandemic will make us better, not will make us bitter. So, how's our faith to God? How's our faith? You know what? This is a wonderful example of the Lord Jesus Christ. He's not ashamed, He's not afraid. Even though he's alone, facing his loneliness. But he's never alone because the Father is with him. Let's be reminded, let's be encouraged about his word. Let's take the example of Jesus. Let's take the example of Jesus. Rise up, let us go. Let us pray. Our gracious God, Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for this message. Thank you, Lord, for your great example. Truly, Lord, we need this in our life. We need this, Lord, for us to be more challenged and change in our life, Lord. Forgive us, Lord, in our shortcomings. Lord, you truly give everything, Lord, for us. We will try to, to, to know the things that had happened, Lord, 2,000 years ago. We will say to ourselves that we are not worthy, o Lord, of your love. But because of your willingness, because of your desire to help us out, to save us, o Lord, You did it, O Lord God. You gave yourself to us. Lord, forgive us and be with us, O Lord God. Be with Thy brethren. Thank you, Lord, for our brethren who are faithfully doing your will. And help us, O Lord, to continue uh, to do your will until you come, O Lord God. Help us to be faithful more and more. Increase our faith. And may our fears will be lightened by our faith to you. And thank you, Lord, for your love. And thank you, Lord, for your protection. We know Lord that we are in your will right now because we are here worshiping you in spirit and truth. Help thy people as they pray. And while they are praying, I would like to ask Pastor Sam to please come.
1: Let's continue to uh, talk to the Lord individually as God's child. Whatever God has spoken to you about in some uh, point of the message, thank God we can be reminded of that garden where the victory has been won by Christ. As they say, um, Gethsemane is the mystery of his suffering. Gabbatha is the measure of his shame. Golgotha is the manifestation of his substitution. But thanks be to God, he rose from the grave, and he went to glory, and that is the majesty of his supremacy. And one day we will see him in glory. And thanks be to God because Christ did not turn his back from the suffering that he's about to endure while he was praying in the Garden of Gethsemane. I believe that cup that he's asking the Father if it will be able to bypass it. As Pastor Jeter had taught us, it's that alienation, separation from his Father who had never happened before in all eternity past. But when Christ was hanging on the cross, he was our sin-bearer. God's divine wrath has to be poured out upon Christ that in that such degree God the Father has to turn his back from the from Christ in his greatest and climactic suffering God the Father has to forsake his son because he cannot look at him because he is now bearing the sins of the whole world that's why Christ cried out father Why hast thou forsaken? My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Because He's paying the price of our sin on the cross. All because He loves us. He wants us to be reconciled with His Father. So let's thank God for that. And once again, whatever you're going through, any suffering, look at the suffering of Christ. He endured everything for you. And now He has given you His grace. He's you have union with Him. You're, it's not like before when we became a Christian. When we were still unsaved, yes, we're all by ourselves. When we have problems, we tend to just give up and look at alcohol or drugs or other things that the world offers, and it's still empty and unsatisfying. But now we are in Christ. We have union with Him. He will give us extra grace, extra strength. His grace will be abundant for us. Let's just abide in Him and we know we can go through it and we'll come out victorious. We can overcome. So let's thank God for that garden. Christ just submitted His will to the Father and just obeyed Him. Not my will but Thine be done. May that be our prayer. Lord, as your people are praying, whatever had spoken to them. Lord, uh, help our faith to be bolstered by these words of truth. Thank you, Lord, for the example of Christ, that we can pattern ourselves, how he was obedient to the Father's will. Thank you, Lord, that we have the same Heavenly Father that we call unto in prayer. And we pray, Father, for our unsaved loved ones and friends. That's our burden in our hearts. Those that know about the history of the crucifixion, but they have never really understand what it is all about. Why Christ has to die. Why Christ has to shed His blood. We pray, Lord, that in this time of the year, that they will somehow, Lord, understand what the message of the cross is. Is really all about. I pray Lord for a missionary or a Christian friend or even us, may you use us as your instrument, as your channel, to tell them that they don't need to do anything anymore to add to what Christ had done. It's a finished transaction. Our salvation is only through Jesus Christ. He is the only way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father except through him. And they understand that salvation is wholly of grace, not of works, lest any man should boast. Because we live in this time and age where we're so blessed the age of grace. And be merciful, Lord. Extend your mercy so they will still have a chance to know you as our Lord and Savior. Lord God Almighty, we thank you, Lord, for your message. This afternoon, thank you, Lord, that in that garden you were crushed. As it is defined as the all pressed you were crushed. Your soul was crushed before even your body was crushed. But thank you, Lord, that you came out of that garden victorious, triumphant, because you said that you are ready, ready to obey the Father's will. You are not unafraid of death. You are not an una- You're not ashamed anymore, Lord, because you're just doing the Father's will. And because of that, we have salvation today. Thank you, Lord, that you've given us the privilege to follow you as your disciples. And even though we falter and we fail, we have shortcomings. You're always there to pick us up. You're always there, Lord, to teach us your ways. And may we progress in our Christian life. May this pandemic will not be the obstacle or hindrance to make us cold and indifferent and lukewarm and faithful, because you're still looking for men and women, for believers, for a remnant that will be willing to do your will in their lives. And thank you, Lord, that we are never alone in our spiritual battles, in this fight. Even though we have the enemies of the devil, Satan, and our old flesh, we still have somebody who is greater than all of this. That is our personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And we pray, Father, if there's any person in this room or who hears the gospel of Christ being shared today, that they will surrender their will unto thee. They will by faith accept you and believe on you as their Lord and personal Savior. Believe on that blood that was shed on the cross for the forgiveness of their sins. And we pray for our unsaved loved ones, Lord and friends. Lord, may you extend your mercy. May you extend your grace upon them. Lord, may you save them before it's too late. We pray, Lord, that they will, their hearts that are hard will be broken up, will be transformed to a heart of flesh, and that your word will penetrate and will bring forth fruit in their hearts. So just keep, help us, Lord, to keep on reaching out to them in prayers, in our burdens, in our witnessing to them, Lord. And we pray, Father, that as we look at this week, may we know the love of Christ that passive understanding may you be our portion throughout the whole week. Give us your strength, your wisdom. Help us to be your witness to others. In Jesus' name we ask and pray. Amen.